Sochem Dafim Hey, today's beautiful email comes from Duvid Hochhauser. He signs off the Chassid who joins live on Matzi Shabbos. I'm going to skip a little bit and he says, Reb Eli, it won't help you. You're a Chassid and you're in a Shama. The first guy you instill in us, you cause us to grow and be better Chassidim. A Chassid does, Lifnimish Rusadim. I used to learn the Daf, Yaitzitzizayim. Now I live the Daf. Beautiful. And he says, I can't thank you enough to the tune. Reb Eli, Heilige Reb Eli, you mamish changed my life. You mamish changed my life. Dubit Hochhauser, the Chazer who joins live on Matzi Shabbos. Thank you, Dubit. So yesterday we were discussing that the word Mishras, to soak, by a Nazar, where he soaks, comes to teach us Tam Ke'ikr, that the flavor imparted by the source is like the source. And we said that that teaches us for the rest of the Torah. Everything, all Tam Ke'ikr, by Nevela, Dan, whatever it is. And Rabbi Kiva learns from the word Mishras to teach us the idea of heter mitzvah of Lisser. If you have a half a shear, let's say, of heter and a half a shear of Isser, it's as if you ate a full shear of Isser, but you cannot learn it for the rest of the Torah. Only here by Nazar and one other place, Chatas. Why is that? Because we have a concept, if the Torah teaches it to us twice, there's a reason. If the Torah wanted us to tell us to the whole Torah to learn from there, so it would have said it once. But the fact it's said in two different places teaches only in these two different places. Now, what's this idea of chatos? That is, if a shlamim, which is kachim kalim, touches a chatos, which is kachim kachim, and it absorbs some of the chatos, not even a full shear of a kazais, a little bit, the shlamim becomes just like the chatos, whatever chatos is. So if the kohen had a bad machshava, he's, he's thinking he's going to eat it outside of a lot of time, the shlamim becomes a pigle as well. Just like a chatos, you can only eat it one day, only a kohen could eat it, only inside the azara, only a man. So to the shlamim just got all those halachas. Chacham say no. The fact is that each one of those psukim, nazar and chatos, I need them to teach you something else. Once I need them to teach you something else, I can learn it out to the whole Torah. What do I need to learn from there? First of all, the idea of heter min starifle they also learn that, chachamim, but only in culture. And from nazar, we learn the idea of tam ki'ikr. Rabbi Kiva says, well, I only learned one thing, heter min starifle And the Torah could have just said it by nazar, and I would have learned out chatos from it. The fact is, the Torah repeated itself twice, you cannot learn for the rest of the Torah. But the Torah does say again, that if you take an iser and an iser, you take the seeds of a grape, let's say half a shear, and you put it together with the peel of a grape, and another eats it, he's over. Why does the Torah have to say that? Because it's telling us a major chiddush, that even if you ate the seeds, and then you stopped, you made a hefsek for three minutes, two minutes, pras, you ate the peels, the nazar is over. However, when it comes to heter and iser to be mustar, you have to eat it like a sandwich, you have to eat it together, and you can't, you can't make a hefsek between the two. Says the mission, if you have dough, that's plugging up a hole in a bowl, if it's more than a kezayis, you have to make sure it's not there on Pesach. And the Gemara explains that that more of a kezayis is talking about if the hole is on the side of the bowl, not on the bottom of the bowl, and we'll explain. There are two brises that seem to contradict each other, and they coincide with two lashonis and shmuel. The first brises says that if the dough is on the bottom of the bowl, even if it's a full kezayis, more than kezayis of dough, you can keep it on Pesach. And if you table this bowl in the mikvah, it's not a chatzitzah. On the wall of the, of the bowl, the dough must be less than a kezayis. That's the first price. Second price it says, very differently. If it's more than a kezayis, you always have to get rid of it, and it's a chatzitza. If it's less than a kezayis, only in the bottom of the bowl. The bottom of the bowl is very necessary to hold in the water. It's the chazik. The side of the bowl is not that necessary just to hold the dough in. So therefore, even less than a kezayis, it's, it's not part of the bowl. You have to get rid of it on Pesach. So, there are three Pshatim in the Gemara. Ravuna says, get rid of the first b'risa. Let's go with the more Chomer b'risa. 
Rabbi Yosef says it's not necessary to get rid of anything. There are, there's a Tana that holds like the first Brayse, there's a Tana that holds like the second Brayse. Why? The halacha is, if you have a giant piece of chametz and you decide in your mind you want to make it into a cheer, mach like this. According to Rabbi Shimon Lazar, it becomes bottle. It's no longer food. In your mind, you decide it's a cheer, it's a cheer. According to Tanakama, it's not bottle. So we'll take those two shitas and apply them here. If you have a piece of dough that's more than a kazayis, according to Rishim Lazar, I'm a vatalit. I make it part of the kli. According to the Tanakama, I cannot be a vatalit. So the, the second braisa goes according to Tanakama. However, as a side note, if you have bread that's not designated as a chair, it was designated as food, but now it's moldy, you must destroy it before Pesach. But it's moldy, it's not royal achila. The answer is because I could take that bread and make other dough with it. Sa'ar, I could leaven other things. Therefore, the Torah says, get rid of sa'ar. So I have to get rid of this moldy piece of bread. Abai comes along and says another shot. And he says, there's no machlaikis between the two brises. According to everybody, if we're dealing with a hole on the bottom of the bowl, the dough could be more than a kazais. If we're dealing with the hole that's on the side of the bowl, it must be less than a kazais. And then comes Abai and says, we're talking about even a third hole. If the hole is all the way in the top, where the dough doesn't even reach, then you cannot use any dough at all. Now what happens if the hole or the crack is on the outside of the cleat? Of course, it's not bottle. I would think for a second that maybe the dough sometimes climbs up the wall and goes over. There's one Lashon and Rav that says that Allah is like Rav bin Allah, that a person could take a chair made out of dough and say, I want it as a chair, and he, and he could keep it on Pesach in his living room. It has a big giant piece of challah. No, it's a chair. And there's another Lashon and Rav that says no. The Allah is not like Yishim Allah. If you want to keep a chair in your living room, you have to coat it with a thin layer of plaster. That's the only way to do it. And if you have two habakazesim of dough inside your bowl, and they're connected by a string of dough, and if you lift up the string, the two habakazesim pop out with it, then the two habakazesim are considered one, it's chavitz, get rid of it. If you have two habakazesim on the floor in your house, we're concerned that when you sweep the floor, they'll come together, get rid of it. In Gemara's Mesubic though, what if one habakazayis is on one floor, and on the bottom floor you have another habakazayis? Are we concerned they're going to sweep the floors and they'll come together? And if you say yes, what if you have one Abakazayis outside in the courtyard leading into your house? One is inside, are we concerned? And if yes, what if you have a room within a room, are we concerned? Take it. If you have a piece of bread that's moldy, it's no longer good for human consumption, but dogs will eat it. Tanakama holds that that bread still has the ability to impart tumah to other foods if it's the size of a kibetzah. Reb Nassim argues, he says, no, if once it doesn't have the ability to be eaten by humans, it can't impart tumah. If that piece of bread, according to Tanakama, is truma, and it's tar, you're permitted to burn it together with tamay food on Erev Pesach, as we had in Dafidalad, because this bread is no longer royal achilas adam. And if you have a vat that's designated to tan hides, so it has a really bad smell within the vat, even if you don't have hides in it, and you put flour in there, you have to be mevar whatever you have in there, if it's within three days, Reb Nassim says, and this is the halacha, if you put hides in it, even if it's in, within an hour of Pesach, that ruins everything, and you don't have to be mevatalit, you don't have to be mevarit, have a wonderful day.